is heavenly being. Transfiguring earthly being with heavenly being. The way our creed describes it is that he, he doesn't just... Well, that would be interesting. Maybe if we bring back our early you know, spiritual ancestors in Christianity mm. fixed the picture of ascension with this idea that he ascends. And no, he doesn't just ascend and expand. Mm. He goes to a particular place that's called the right hand mm. of the Father. Oh. And that's, you know, can be so cartoon-like in our picturing. And then we totally misunderstand what we hear described there is now revealed by what we've just said. It's the right hand is the active hand. Yeah. So the work of the father becomes the sons. So the new forward going work of the universe, that would be the father (laughs) is now in the work of the son. And this son's work is resurrection processes i.e. transfiguration so he ascends to the right hand of the father is translated in our creed in this beautiful way he is the lord right he has power rulership over something he is the lord of the heavenly forces on earth right it's, it's the same words right transfiguring earthly being with heavenly being what are the heavenly forces what is this heavenly yeah. do we have I mean I just have the feeling we don't have any feeling for that anymore the heavenly right we, it used to be our word for the sky yeah heaven yeah now it's some weird what is it what, is the, what are the heavenly forces One thing that I can point to that is recently filling my heart Mm. is our definitely our experience with the beloved community, the conference, the workshop that we did online. Mm. And one way to describe that is is feeling a kind of joy of fellowship, a joy of brotherhood, of sisterhood that arose in and through the work we were doing, but primarily by recognizing the gift that was streaming through in each each another each one another's song that we offered mm-hmm. during the conference. I remember also even at the end when you and I had an encounter, and I hope that's okay to share just a touch of it. But Patrick, your 
you are also so moved with this joy and gratitude about this feeling of the community, even through the internet. Yeah. And then just seeing in you, I would say, noticing that that was connected to your gift. That was connected to your gift and mission, Patrick. And recognizing that and even just saying just a few words and then seeing your, your being just, for lack of a better word, light up. Mm-hmm. And not light up like, oh yeah, hey. I'm so cool. <laughs> but just light up with heavenly substance. Let me just put it that way. Transfigured the earthly into with heavenly substance. Mm. And the heavenly substance is not disembodied, Mm. but has to do with love. Meaning, recognizing the gift of offering that another being is. Mm. And supporting that, seeing that, beholding that, saying yes to that. Mm. Somehow, Mm. that brings heavenly substance into earthly substance. Yeah. So that's... (laughs) Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's it's a hard thing. But but it somehow has to do with deep... The substance of love, moral love, as offering and recognition, that comes becomes apparent on earth yeah well i mean when you when we say for example anyone says i feel seen right that's a phrase in my life where i've grown up that everyone has kind of understood as an experience i had this meeting with them i had this conversation with them and i just felt really seen And it's so interesting because, of course, they see them, right? Of course, they physically see them. So they're speaking of a totally spiritual experience without noticing that it was a spiritual experience. Yeah. Because to see my... Me and my mission, you can't just look at my body, funky body. (laughs) That's that might reveal something, but you you have to see through with different kind of eyes to see a different part of who I am. And those are it's heavenly light Mm -hmm. whereby you see Mm -hmm. the heavenly part of me. Mm-hmm. The part I've come down with out of higher realms into this earth yeah. with. Yeah. And yeah. that's something every single human being can do. Heavenly light. It's not a strange thing. It's in uniquely and familiarly human.
And what what's so interesting to me is that you can have a litmus test for if it's mm. this it's not just heavenly light, but it's transfiguring earthly being. So it's kind of like the light mm. that is Christ. His light brings life. Mm. How do we know it's his light? Because well, mm. there's lots of lights. Yeah, lots of light. It brings life. How do we know we're doing the work of Christ's mm. heavenly light? Because somehow it transfigures something earthly. Mm. Something earthly is changed, even just a little bit. Yeah. And I think that takes us back to to the dandelions. Mm. Like, they're definitely of the earth. In fact, <laughs> I was riding on our street, Castle Rock Road, uh, and there was a couple with some kind of special tool, like tearing out dandelions out of the ground. Whoa which are notoriously difficult and take over lawns yeah. uh, and their roots are really difficult to root out. They're very much connected to the earth. They're <laughs> deeply rooted. They have those incredible leaves that go flat out across the surface. They don't go up and out in the same way many other plants do and have these teeth. So in German they're called Löwenzahn instead of dandelions like a lion dandy. They are lion's teeth because of the, the, the leaves. Where were they all winter? They were completely hidden. And they would have remained hidden forever had something not come from above. <laughs> so a force raised down from a supra-earthly place, a place above the earth, it cannot actually find its source of life here on the earth. And that source of, that, that, that force that rays into the planet starts changing the things that were hidden inside the earth and they start breaking open and unfolding and showing new forms and all of a sudden those green things go into a stem that goes up and then forms and the next thing it opens and it's this golden sun disc of the dandelion and that breathes every day and night for a little while and all of a sudden it closes up and the next thing you know it opens up and there's no gold left, not a, not a wink. It's amazing. It's so it's weird. How <laughs> in the world does that globe of white fluff like a, like a celestial sphere have anything to do with these golden discs of, of petals. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. It and it's not even gradual, too. It's like, at a certain point, closed, and then when it next opens, different thing. And it, of its own, cannot affect that transformation. It needs something to come from a higher place. So in the old words, in the old world, they would say that's heaven. Heaven is what gifts the earth, forces that draw things up and out, and cause transformations. Mm. Left to itself, the earth causes things to fall down and to decay and die. Mm. 
me, those pictures, then, if we then say, well, what is it that helps me rise? And what is it that causes me to feel down and fall and to feel like a nothing? If I ever feel an experience where something is lifting me up, where I'm feeling encouraged, more hopeful, ready to work again, ready to step into life again, where is that coming from? I'm not a dandelion, so it doesn't work to just stand out in the sun. (laughs) But I I do meet forces, and they they could be a thought that changes me from the inside. It could be the way someone is warm with me, accepts me, just welcomes me, you know? Suddenly I don't feel alone. Or it could be witnessing the way someone lives their life, upright, true, risking their life what is true and I suddenly feel something streaming from that that like gives me something that lifts me that helps me become and unfold those are heaven those are the, for me those are the heavenly forces they're moral we're back to it right we're back to it but it's the son of righteousness is the, is the Christian term I think a son of right a moral radiance yeah. That lifts ways. us. It yeah. transforms us. Yeah. Moves us. Encourage. You know. Yeah. Gives us life. Yeah. But on the inside, our spirit. Right. So the the feeling of being connected to goodness, truth, beauty, gratitude. This this son of righteousness. This this moral son mm. is heavenly being heavenly being that's that's transfiguring earthly being changing lives yeah rescuing lives yeah. transforming lives and inspiring people to change life yeah right you know somebody witnesses for example what's being done to the seeds of the world and suddenly feels i work with seeds I'm going to dedicate my life to change how seeds are worked with, right? They have an experience of conscience, and their whole life direction changes. Maybe they quit their job, and they said, you know, how many stories do we know? That's somehow a heavenly force has come into that person, a moral force, and starts changing the planet. Actually starts concretely, practically, physically changing the planet. And vice versa, of course. Well, what's all the poison in our in our air and our water? Well, it's because of what lived inside us. The immorality, mm-hmm. the selfishness that lives inside us, we're just reaping the fruits. It's become the world we live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what lives inside us will become the world we live in. So it's always about the whole world yeah. and never just about us. That's, that's super radical too. Because so often we can hear, oh, 
the moral sun, mm-hmm. this, these kind of spiritual processes right. as being, okay, yeah, 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 but the water is contaminated. Yeah. 5G is happening. <laughs> yes. You know? But the radical thing I hear you saying is that actually the inner sun of righteousness, the inner substance of morality that our heart is filled with and is lifted by and irradiated by, that that actually starts to create the outer world. Yeah. If we, if we see this poisonous world and simply go at the outer forms without transforming ourselves from the inside out, we end up just creating more of the same poison, actually. In a different guise. Different guise. Yeah. That's radical. It is. It's to show that also speaks to how Christ then, Christ Jesus, is transfiguring. That he is also transfiguring through a heart full of moral substance that is radiating out and lifting up and forming out of that substance a new earth. And now we have finally a whole new picture emerge of the vine. I am the vine, you are the branches, your job is to bear fruit. It's not just to like stay connected to the vine. This leads to something. And if, if we don't have the sun blood of Christ coursing through us, we won't have sun fruit. We won't have a sun earth. We won't have sun filled community. It will be another force that is, is there. And I think that's why blood is so essential in the imagery of Christianity, why the heart is so essential. While we say at the beginning of our service, fill my heart, we start there. We start there. Yeah. Right, first prayer. From there, outward. And there you can feel almost, now we've come to like a whole new picture of ascension. It's like from an inner permeation with his being, it starts to actually permeate us. And as it's permeating us, it starts to go all the way out into our hands, into our feet, into a moment where your colleague comes into the foyer and you see them and you bear witness to them. And something changes. And that 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 is such a beautiful picture of ascension. Yeah. Because it also speaks to these final words that's in the liturgy. Mm. Mm. That we follow his course. <laughs> Through all cycles of time. Yeah. That we follow his course. This is the radical thing about the modern new revelation of the liturgy. That it's not just knowing that Christ is Mm. expanding in this way. But that we 
are to follow him yeah. in this, what you so beautifully described as bearing fruit, starting in the heart and bearing fruit, ever expanding our sense of being. Nice. And now we come back. Okay, why not dissolve? Yeah. Why not just, isn't the ascension dissolving back into oneness? This feels like a different picture of expansion. It's like the gift of the eye is not just experiencing selfhood. Yeah. Yay, I get to experience me, <laughs> meanness. But a true self, right, is is someone who can take responsibility. That's right. For something. That's right. And that's the picture, that's the essential Christian picture of ascension. Hmm. Is that Christ expands his divine self yeah. to include all things. That's very different than getting rid of the self to dissolve back into all things. Yes. Yeah? So the Christian picture sees the I, the self, the ego as this seed that can that that's destined to expand and take up responsibility and identity with the earth and all humans which is not dissolving no if how can i take responsibility if i'm dissolved no Someone else is carrying it, and it's a relief. Hallelujah. Like, sleep is a gift because I'm not yet able to bear responsibility all the time because I'm growing into it. But he, he doesn't do that same kind of breath. No. To take responsibility. I mean, ascension as an expansion of responsibility is a very powerful picture. Now, of course, there's a danger there, and we have to end soon, but just to say it's not, we're not taking the place of Christ, Jesus, but we're joining him in his course. Yeah, he's doing this. He's doing it, and we're following him, looking up to him in this expansion, Yeah, this broadening the self to include all beings. But that feels very important to distinguish and also just to emphasize that a Christianity that only devotedly looks to what he's doing and appreciates it from afar, and it doesn't have to do with me, would be also the mistake, right? Absolutely. That what you see rising in people as a sense of responsibility for what's happening in the world is a part of, I think, his invitation of growing us into an ascended I. Sons of God. Sons of God. Yeah. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you, Patrick. And blessings, everyone, on the rest of your ascension. We'll meet again next Sunday and... The world will have changed again. It will be Whitson Whitson. or Pentecost. Blessings, dear friends.